everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm in my car, and you're listening to the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. There's a lot of snow on the ground, and I got a laptop in my passenger seat to record a podcast while I drive because I'm on a Skype call with my good friend Luke Lore, the insipid ghost. <laughs> what a good time we're about to have talking about Xbox and things like that, and you're in for a good time. So, Luke, I know you're there. Please turn the dial into the Xbox Drive and sing it with me, everybody. Ball! Greater than X. Hello, Sean Capri. Luke Lore. Dude, I can't believe it's already been a week since the last time you and I spoke. It feels like both just yesterday and also a lifetime. I can't decide which, man. How are you doing? I'm good, and uh, that was spoken like a guy who didn't have a three-day weekend with nothing to do with play games. Oh. So I'm really, I, I've been like, <laughs> I have so much to talk about. Nice. Let's jump into it, man. Let's get things a little out of order. Tell me all. Tell me all the things. I want to know all the things. I'm gonna list everything, and then we'll we'll dive into topics. We're gonna okay. talk about some Resident Evil too. Oh yeah, tease me a little bit. We'll tickle talk me. about Sea of Thieves. Ooh. Oh, I'll tickle. Chris Johnson. We're gonna talk about stick Realm. Around. Oh yeah, Todd Oxford, time us. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about Realm Royale. Oh, That's a thing. Joseph Moran, stick uh, around. We might even reference God of War. Ooh, Joseph Moran, stick around. Absolver, Ace Combat 7. We got some stoplight reviews for you. We got some carpool questions. Oh, Sean, hey. there's, so much, there's so much to discuss. How are you? I'm, I'm good, man. I, I, I'm in a different... Since we started the show in the new year, I have taken a different way home every single time. And mm-hmm. um, I am just now discovering how close to a McDonald's I am. So I probably could go over there. Hmm. Maybe I will. Should I go to McDonald's? Yes, you should. Oh. You should. Okay. Okay, I will. Maybe I'll get yeah. Chelsea. Uh, it's Chelsea's birthday. Oh, Diet Coke. Get a little Diet mm. Coke. Yeah, I can go here. Are these people all turning? Anyways, I'm sorry. You shouldn't have asked me that. Um, what do you want to jump into first, man? I'm curious where, where we're going to start this week. Well, I see you played Never Alone, but we're not going to talk about it just no, yet. No, not yet. Instead, I want to talk about Speaking Resident Evil 2. Uh, which is coming out next week. It's coming tomorrow? out this Friday. Yep, yep, tomorrow from the, the day the show drops. Yep. Uh, Sean. Luke. I was not high on that demo. Yeah, I and know. And I stand by it. I did not have a good experience with that People demo. People have come down on you on that too, by the way. They have, they have. <laughs> and I think for good reason. Um, I, I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. I just don't think I had a good experience. I think streaming it and the mood I was in played a big factor, and that's kind of the problem with mm-hmm. a one-shot demo versus something you can go back to. Hi there, uh, can I just get a medium coffee with two Splenda, please? Medium coffee, two Splenda? And also a large Diet Coke? Yeah, that's right. Get it for her. It's her birthday. And also a Pokemon toy? <laughs> Don't skimp on the, the ice Can I get either. a Pokemon toy as well, please? A good one. And that is all. A good one. <laughs> it's definitely a good one. It's got to be a good one. What's happening in there? There's a party happening oh. at the McDonald's, you guys. It is. It is. So with this Resident Evil 2 thing, I'm going to keep talking. Please do. Talk to the Canadian. That's it, yep. Uh, drive through lady. Um, I'm actually very excited because it's reviewing very well on Metacritic. Uh-huh. It's got yeah, a you're wrong. <laughs> on Metacritic. Yeah, I think I was just way off. And it speaks to something we've talked about before. Your mood has to be in the right mindset for a certain type of game. Uh, and then maybe just streaming threw me off. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't have the ability to stream a super atmospheric game like that yet or, or whatnot. So I am very curious to see the reception from the users because the critics are all about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited to see They the were totally right about Red Dead Redemption as well, remember. 
Well, Hi there, on debit, please. I just got a bunch of snow poured on me because I opened my window. Thank you. Guys, drive throughs in the winter where snow is everywhere is <laughs> really quite awful, actually. Oh, my God. There's snow you... everywhere in my car on my suit jacket. Oh, snap. You're in your car? I didn't know. What? No, I'm in my car because know... I'm driving. Ball, get it? So here's what I want to know, Sean. Is everybody yeah. drinking Nostalgia Kool-Aid? Yes. Was the demo that good? And I know I'm going to play it. I don't want to yeah. mince any words. I'm definitely going to play it. Simply. I don't know if it's a day one for me or whatnot because I'm still looking at Anthem, and I think that's going to be day one for me. So with, with Resident Evil 2, uh, did I just completely miss the mark on this demo? Hmm. I think, I think part of it, thank you so much. Have a good one. I think part of it, Mr. Luke Lore, is that the one-shot thing really caught up everybody. I think in addition to the fact that there's some nostalgia factor going on here and the fact that it was... we no, Nobody really was sure what they were going to get out of this remake. Um, it, it's done in a, in a quality way. It looks like there's been some tender love and care applied to this thing. But the one-shot mm-hmm. thing, the fact that there is that unique 30-minute uh, piece attached to it is something that we've never really seen out of a demo before. And that coupled with the survival horror part of it is just such a perfect fit, such a perfect package. And it's free and um, maybe landed at the right time. Like, I think there's a number of factors at play here that that helped people. And, um, I, yeah, I, I, so I think that there's more than, just, more than just the one thing. And for me, I didn't really have a whole lot of nostalgia for Resident Evil 2, per se. Um, mm-hmm. So I still liked it. So I guess I don't know what what, you, what the actual wrapped up answer is to your question, but uh, you should feel horrible for not being in line with the rest of us on this. I guess is what I'll say. Um, I'll tell you what I feel real awful about that bad demo. Oh no, <laughs> dude! I I, but I'm with you on like Red Dead Redemption. Is that for me? Like tens? Are you kidding me? No way. There's no way. It sucks to be yeah. the one who's like I just don't get it. But it's okay to be. It- it does suck to be the odd one out because you're like, wait, what am I missing? What are yeah. you guys talking about? That was me with The uh, Witcher Three for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. So it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, a game we might we might be the odd ones out on, Sean. Oh, Sea of Thieves. Oh no! Yeah, we are the only ones not playing this right now. Uh, well, we're the only ones not watching it. Um, <laughs> sea of Thieves, enjoying something of a resurgence on mm-hmm. the old uh, Twitch viewer count and, and Mixer viewer count. It's certainly going up. People are playing Sea of Thieves in 2019. I think what this goes heck? to a number of factors. Yeah. I think it goes to an absolute number of factors here. One, it's a downtime. Okay. Resident Evil 2 is not in everyone's hands. Ace yeah. Combat 7 is wonderful but very niche. Yep. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is not out yet. And Good so point. people needed stuff to play. And... I genuinely think it does speak to uh, Rare did not give up on this game, and there's probably something for people to go back to while they're maybe bored with their Destiny or their Call mm-hmm. of Duty. That that period of elation from Forsaken and from Black Ops and from probably Fortnite at this point. You've seen yeah. Season 7 or whatever, and maybe people are getting some fatigue. They're venturing out, and bigger streamers like Ninja and Dr. Disrespect and I don't know who streams. Those me. Are, those are the big guys. Yeah, and, and the <laughs> Insipid Ghost. Right, yeah, totally. Um, so I think the oh, bigger people Chris Johnston. are bored. Chris Johnson, I yeah. think, deserves a lot of credit for this because he's been talking about this game on Player One Podcast for a year. Uh, mm-hmm. So definitely, definitely that. Let's, um, God, there's so much to unpack here. The the fact that there are this number of viewers on Twitch, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about how we we have so many different metrics to look at when it comes to like a successful game. We used to just look at like number of copies sold, and that was kind of it. But like the fact that we're looking at how many people are watching this game is so 2019 
And I'd be very curious to see, I guess 2018, 2019, you'd be curious to see how that impacts things more. It is essentially what a lot of publishers and PR firms have been focusing on is trying to establish a Twitch audience. And that's why you've seen these ongoing type of games become more of the focus uh, is just to try and get the streamers involved. I don't know how deliberate, like, I don't think that we've really seen any overt strategies coming out of Microsoft or Rare to get these people involved. It's just like, where did this come from is the question that I have. Is it because of all the good, the, the, the gamer-centric moves that they've been making, the fact that they have not been giving up on this game? Or has there been something else in the formula that is getting these guys playing this game that really, from the onset, if we remember when it was either first revealed or uh, one of the first deep dives into it at E3, it was getting YouTubers playing or like people who were doing Let's Plays together and uh, that's how they presented the game originally, but we never really saw anything um, really take hold since then. So maybe this was all part of the plan to begin with, Luke. No, it certainly was not part of the plan. <laughs> oh, no, okay. No. They, they did not mean to launch an empty game and and have to scramble and put five support teams to get content out. Of, of course. Uh, I just mean to but, get like the streamers kind of like leading the charge for this is why you should care about this game. My, genuinely speaking, I hope that if if it wasn't real interest, I certainly don't mind if, if somebody was sponsored to play it because it does give people an insight into a living game. It's very much like a Destiny vanilla. You know, you had something and then it, it kind of fell off. And then, oh, you brought it back with Taken King. Yeah. Um, and that's a good example. But I would love for Sea of Thieves to be that example because you and I have talked many a time how we didn't really feel like going back. Yep. And how we love that Rare is getting that support and those fans like, you know, Super Pack Chris Johnson's getting that. Yep. Um, but I must say, in, in reading the articles about the number of viewers and the people watching and the, and the bigger streamers, what intrigues me was a little nugget of, of information. The addition of PvE content. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, that was like, oh, you mean I can get into that world? Nobody can steal my stuff, or there's a method of doing that. Or there's a, an aspect of that. PvE is something that appeals to me in. Anthem in yeah. Destiny when, when when you can play that and so I I like PVE a lot so that kind of that raised some things for some flags for me to say Sean I genuinely think you and I need to take some time at some point and go play Sea of Thieves over the next few months and see what that new content is maybe it's a flash in the pan it totally could be but if they've been supporting it with five teams, maybe there's something that, that that's there for guys like you and I who fell off. Maybe. Possibly. But, Luke, here's the thing, man, uh, that you guys should all know about me by now. As soon as something becomes, like, super popular, I want nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? It's way too popular for me. I'm moving on to the next thing. Right. I heard about that when you played Red Dead. That's <laughs> <Fast> Creed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thanks for picking up what I'm throwing down, my friend. Yeah. Oh, you I got you. So well. I do. I do. I do indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, can I tell you about a game near and dear to my heart? Oh my God! Tell me, yes. So I talked about Realm Royale, yep. and I was well aware that while I was speaking about Realm Royale, I'm like, yeah, it's the Paladins to Fortnite. It's it's it looks very different, um, it, but it looks like a budget version of of the bigger game. Yep. Uh, and I get that. But it exited beta, so a lot more people are getting to play it. I've had some fantastic group experiences mm-hmm. uh, with Antonio Guillen and Mr. Badbit and Andrew Gonzalez. We've had a lot of, of wins and what and, and fun and silly stories. And the community that <laughs> just the small like little brotherhood of us playing together yeah. has let me enjoy a game that I never thought I would. And that was to me the most video games video game moment. Kind of like when you would go to a friend's house and just play a game. Yeah. We would be 
in a group chat, like, hey, get on. Are you getting on? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And we just go play. Yeah. And I think because it has such a low barrier to entry, a low skill level, it's, you know, Overwatch and, and Fortnite are the competitive versions of Paladins and Realm Royale. So, like, it was easier, and mm-hmm. I like easier um, in all things. So it was... It was kind of nice to just see that exit beta and be Xbox One S enhanced, which Ace Combat is not. Well, it exited so. the closed beta, right? I think it's entering open beta now. Is that the is that the deal? Yes, so yes, you just don't you. need the code to get in, but so anybody can get in. It's still it's free to play, right? Yes. I yes, need thank to, you. You're really doing a nice job of chipping away my crusted exterior that's been kind of like keeping me from really warming up to this game. I, I do have a bit of an issue, not necessarily that it's like a lesser than Fortnite, because I really don't think the world of Fortnite to begin with, but because it's so similar in its art style, like it it has this like, I perceive that as being uninspired almost, like, oh, you have this thing that looks so similar. Um, the fact that it is so similar kind of pushes me away. Um, but all the all those moments that you're talking about remind me of the good old days of playing like Star Fox 64 on one map. Or I guess mm. technically there's two, but really one that was you really cared about. And I can identify with that big time, man. So I might have to I might have to give this a shot. I might have to to jump in with you guys. So thank you for not giving up on it. Um, I that's, can't do this with every game because you the know moment. Sea Thieves is not happening. Let me just rem- let me just re- if you if I was unclear before, I Sea Thieves <laughs> is not happening. <laughs> oh i would go into see these again i really would um but yeah it was the moments it was the moments the good times that i've been having with it and i'm like oh i'm gonna play this this more um because it's your dad's fortnite no no it's your dad's fortnite oh exactly it means it's easier i don't know my dad had a fortnite you don't have to be a genius to play it my dad's fortnite was like two weeks he's old he used they used to call it fortnite two weeks when my dad's day that was not yeah i get it i get it you're suspended. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sean. Luke. I like this this next story. God of War's Chris O'Neill is joining the Initiative Studio. Now, Sean, do you know what the Initiative is? The, the Initiative is a studio that is going to produce AAAA games. Quad A. Yeah, that's Who what I said. Who owns the studio? Uh, Microsoft. Microsoft, uh, a- okay, Microsoft well. owns them. Yes, there you go. All right, cool. Phil I was just making sure. Phil Spencer owns like, them by the balls. Yeah, I like that somebody who's worked on God of War and I believe Uncharted. No, not Uncharted. I'm sorry, just God of War is going over there to to our big, 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 big studio over at Microsoft. That's that's a good sign for me. I like that. It's just a cool story. It'll yeah, feel definitely. Good. That's that's all we really need to say about it. I kind of wish that um, as Microsoft starts to get these big wigs over to their various studios they should make videos like sony did when they when they locked down hideo kojima and they just have like andrea house just like slobbering all over just like i love this guy holy crap i can't believe we got him that would be great just to make a big deal out of it but um yeah big big talent going over to this big big studio how can they not fail it's like uh it's like the new york yankees of studios you know what i mean big budget they're gonna win super bowls and all the world cups Sports. That's what the Yankees play. Very good. Sports. Very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Chris O'Neill. He's one of my friends, actually. I have, a, I have a big, tall friend, Chris O'Neill. He's seven feet tall. Unnecessary side, side point. Not the same guy. It, unnecessary side points is what you do best, my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or worse. Whatever you like. Are you, are you in a car? I'm in a car, ball. What's next? Ace Combat 7. Oh, you, do you want to jump into this? I want to know. You've been playing this game, and I am beyond jealous. This game looks gorgeous. I love planes. Uh, these things are practically in space, and I like space. Tell me all about Ace Combat 7. Ace Combat 7 is Ace Combat. 
<laughs> it is completely unremarkable. Oh no! No, no, no! Stick with me. You got to stick with. You got to stay with the whole line. I'm sorry. It's completely unremarkable, except that it's a great Ace Combat game. There is nothing special that stands out as being better than the last Ace Combat game. Uh, it just looks a little better, and it feels like Ace Combat. The mission yeah. structures all the same. Uh-huh. Planes, uh, they're you know they're pretty much the same because planes don't change much. Uh, controls feel great. Yep. Skybox looks good. Planes cool. look good. Ground looks bad. Great. It's a great Ace Combat game. Hi, my name's Sean. Sure, I've never played an Ace Combat game. I don't know that. What, what I, I don't understand. I'm so jealous mainly because uh, I like planes, and this game looks great. But like, what do we, what do you do other than just fly around? You're shooting things down. You're exploding the things. Like, is the is the story cheese ball? Is that what kind of keeps it from being? Is there something? I'm sensing that there's something about this game that keeps it from being great, and that everybody should play it. Just it's I think it's a little bit uh, intimidating. So oh, okay. Ace Combat, which which will do mission structures are pretty basic uh, affairs that you would expect for dogfighting style scenarios. You're going to go and you're going to fight this many uh, airplanes and then stop some bombers from bombing a ground target while you will take out um, its escorts. And then you're going to go to a big old structure either in the sky or that's built on the ground. Something like a space elevator appears in Mission Four. Get out of here. here! Yeah, like there's so a like space an elevator. elevator? Yeah, it's a pretty standard architectural concept. Like you have a, a structure <laughs> that goes up into orbit to, to transition things. Are you yeah, laughing at standard. me? Yeah, it's pretty standard. Dude, you're bearing the lead. That's like That should be on the cover of the box. Holy crap, that's awesome. Are you being real yeah, right a, now? Yeah, yes. That's, that's in the game. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> I yes. need to play this so but, bad. But that's you don't awesome. get on the space elevator. You just fly around. That's it. fine. I, it's just a, I could wave at the like people riding up the space elevator and be like, hey, you're in a space elevator. And they'd be like, hey, you're in a plane. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> I'm not barely, there's nothing special about this big tower in the sky. <laughs> All I'm saying is you get to fly in some planes. The checkpoints are terrible. The game oh, no. is super fun. So here's the best part, Sean. Like, I'm playing this, and I'm like, this is so great. I love me some Ace Combat. It's so much fun. Yeah. I'm playing, I'm playing. Oh, got a little missile hit me at the very end, and I died. Okay, no prop. Wait, I'm set back 30 minutes? Are you kidding me oh, right now? Oh, yeah. That has happened a few times. Mm-hmm. It's happened a few times. Now, the game is really good looking everywhere but the ground, but it's not Xbox One X enhanced. Dude, Realm Royale is Xbox One X enhanced. Uh-huh. Resident Evil 2 is Xbox One X enhanced. Uh-huh. Anthem and so on. It's like, how is this not Xbox One X enhanced? It's a visual showcase of airplanes. No kidding. Well, really fun a, game. That's disappointing. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad that you got to play it, man. I am super jealous. I love planes um, and I love space elevators. That It's an unknown fact about me is that I. It's one of my one of my hobbies. We'll find a way to get to your hand, Sean. We'll mm-hmm. find a way because it is good. It is good. I just I feel like I, I my pregnant pause was was just a, a bit too long. It is unremarkable an Ace Combat game. Yeah. But if you've not played it, an Ace Combat game, you're gonna have a great time flying around some planes. It That's is a tough distinction is. too. Like for new people who've never played a game before, you'll be like, you're gonna have a great time because it's planes and combat is awesome in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But if you've been a fan of the series for a long time, it sounds like there's just this is a, just a shinier version of it. Yes, that, okay. is, that is absolutely what it is. That's what it is. Um, all right, let's, uh, oh, let's go on here. Is there a place uh, on like a Twitter that, you, that people could like look to to see even, even more thoughts from you on this game? Yes, if you follow me at MLS Reserves on Twitter, I put up that is my current like video of the week kind of thing that I'm doing um, for Ghost Games Update, mm-hmm. and it's all about Ace Combat this week. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Neato. Tell me about Never Alone. Ooh, you know, man. Okay, so I, I've been. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to spend too much time on this. Um, saying that I've been, I've been on the other system for a little bit. I platinum Spider Man. 
I beat Detroit Congrats. Become Human. Very good Bad. games. Yeah, uh, I like them. But we won't talk good. about them here. Uh, I, need, I need a palate cleanser. I need a little gaps um, filler between <laughs> those games and um, Anthem is coming very soon. Crackdown's coming very soon. Resident Evil's coming very soon. So I've got a little bit of time here. So I'm like... What are, what are some things? What are, what are my plans? i got to make sure that I'm optimizing my, my gaming time. I re-downloaded Far Cry 5 because I would like to completely finish that game to prepare for New Dawn that comes out very soon. And I, mm-hmm. um, here, I'll just sneak this in. Da- downloaded again Battlefield V, Battlefield v, so that, do you want to tell them, Luke? What are we doing next Wednesday? What are we doing next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Do you want to say it? It's pretty exciting. Should uh, we talk I, about I, this? Sure. I'll be yeah, let's do it. On January 30th, Sean and I have the distinct honor to be hosted on Xbox Canada's Mixer channel uh, and Sean on his Twitch page. And we are going to be playing We're going to be playing Battlefield 5. Battlefield the And I'm going to make you try a few uh, multiplayer modes. Probably going to try Squad Conquest. It's going to be fun. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're going to be playing uh, Battlefield 5 on Xbox Canada's Mixer page, my Mixer page, and Sean's Twitch page. It's going to be co-streamed. Uh, and we're going to be playing from 7 to 9 Eastern. Eastern Standard Time. On January you got 30. It. Yeah, and truth be told, guys, we really need you to come out. Say yep. hello to us. Make us feel good. We would love to have you over on uh, Mixer. I'm sure you'll see links closer to the time, but January 30th, 7 to 9, Battlefield 5. Uh, we're going to be having a good old time streaming, and and uh, I am not good at Battlefield 5, but I Me love either. the game. It's beautiful and it's fun. What, so. a, what a crazy opportunity. Can I just say thank you to Xbox Canada for yet another yes. amazing opportunity. So more on that. Follow us on Twitter. But more importantly, go over to Mixer.com slash Xbox Canada. Give them a follow. Make sure you turn on your notifications so that you can see when uh, Luke and I go, go live with our co-stream. Of course, you can follow Luke on Mixer.com slash MLS Reserves. And uh, nope, myself. Nope, nope, no, uh, nope. Sorry, nope. ML, uh, I, I, I'm, st- I'm in a car. I'm multitasking mixer.com try it again mixer.com slash insipid ghost and myself twitch.tv slash sean capri sean like connor capri like the pants there so that's why i redownloaded battlefield and um i i redownloaded far cry to uh to get back into that i actually haven't had a sip of this i'm just a little just a little loopy i'm i'm energized man i'm happy to talk to you i also have a stand-up desk in my office so it keeps my energy high that's really cool Very cool. That's good. But Never Alone is a game about winter and about um, a specific <laughs> culture of, um, I don't even know what the actual appropriate word is, um, Aboriginal, I think, people in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And it is a, if you think about Yarny, if you think about, um, what the hell is that game actually called? Not Yarny. Unravel. If you think about yes. that kind of game, very gorgeous art style, but um, not very complex kind of platforming and puzzle puzzle things um never alone is a game about a a young young woman and her and her lovely white fox a white arctic Mm -hmm. fox the fox is the cutest thing that i've played or seen this year um and and the little girl is is very charming as well and you can play this on your own or you can play a co-op and uh with co-op each person would take control of each of the characters on screen you can play it alone and just swap between the two characters some parts of the game are only accessible or some platforms are only accessible through uh the fox's extra jump ability and his extra speed and agility and others you you just kind of use the use the girl now unbelievable storytelling it is unbelievably gorgeous 
Um, but that's kind of where things start and stop. If you have an appreciation for culture and artistic uh, direction and a three-hour game that you can start and finish in it probably one sitting, this game is for you, John Wall. Um, but other than that, this is, there's nothing like really here that makes me go, everybody should play this. But if you got a little time, this is really gorgeous, very heartwarming, um, and really unique. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of love and respect that has been put into telling the story of these people and how they survive in Alaska and um, their culture and history, I think that is, that I have a lot of appreciation for, but can't speak to as well or as highly as my appreciation reaches. But I'm really enjoying this game. It is the perfect time for me to play this game. There's so much snow around. So Never Alone, I got it because it's on Game Pass. So if, you, if all those things check your boxes, Luke, I think you, you might like it, man. It's a good game. I don't it know that I could play game. it alone. You can play it alone. You'll never be alone. You're never alone. Oh, there it is. Yeah. There it is. I gotcha. That's it. That's what I've been uh, that's what I've been playing on, but I hopefully next week I'll have more to talk about with, with Far Cry and then of course our, our co stream over at Xbox Canada's mixer.com slash Xbox Canada. Very cool. I'm yeah. super excited by that. Side note, if you go to my mixer page, Adam Leonard did an amazing away screen for me it's got tons of video game easter eggs from a little oh. shovel knight to- luke can you check the floor to- for a second can you just check like just under your chair can you just because i think you dropped a name i think you just dropped a name just now who you just dropped a name adam leonard you just dropped it at oh adam not to brag yeah calm down yeah, he's your friend calm. i get it yeah he is he is he's my friend i know him i know him well with all that said and all that out of the way good one thanks uh absolver is a game i've been playing Oh, tell Remember me. Remember I talked about Absolver? Remember uh-huh. I talked about Absolver? Yep. So right now, this is out for a stoplight review with one of our listeners, which is yep. super exciting. Amazing. I, I love this new segment. Cool um, thing. So one of our listeners is, is checking out Absolver. I ventured into it myself, and I'm only going to give you a little bit. Tell it's me. on Game Pass, and bit. it's uh, it is, check this out, it is a third-person mm-hmm. uh, Destiny martial arts game. That is so amazing. So third-person destiny but you're doing martial arts instead of guns it's made by the devolver digital which is not an indie publisher but it's an indie publisher but they're kind of in it yeah totally mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it has that feel you're gonna get some frame rate dips you get okay. some, some chugging here and there but the combat's really good oh that's uh, awesome but you're playing you're playing destiny in third person but you're doing martial arts instead and the art style was there before uh oh my gosh i can't believe i'm blanking on the name it just came to Game Pass, and it's really hard, and it has 17-point achievements. Oh, Below or Ashen? Ashen. Not Below, Ashen. Yeah, okay, so it looks like Ashen, but Did it was it. out before Ashen. Gotcha. It was formerly on PS4. It's cool. It's cool. Yep. Um, I, I'm digging it. That's Crappy well name. Saying. Crappy name. Needs a better name. Absolver does not inspire me to play it at all. It sounds like I just want to absolve it of existence, you know? Yeah, it should be like something like Anthem or, uh, you know, Realm or... Definitely. Actually, Realm Royale is another. That's another reason why it's kind of keeping me away from it. But anyways, um, I don't blame. Great sales pitch on that one, man. I want to play that game. Destiny with martial arts and jujitsu and karate chops. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's definitely stuttery. I might have to check that out. I'm curious to hear what our listener says on it. Mm. Segway that into another stoplight review. We had our friend Arrow take a review of uh, he's played After Charge for us. What? That's awesome. And then he, he played it for a week and he sent us uh, a review. And so I'm going to read you some highlights from his review about old after charge. You ready? Tell me. It's a three versus three uh, first person shooter game where you play as either the work work onyx or the enforcers. And those names are just exciting. And uh, it's <laughs> online. Uh huh. 
people are invisible. You can't see anything unless they're close enough to your extractor, but you have to defend and attack different extractors. Uh, each kind of class has their own abilities, like Bubbles, Glitch, Cyclops, Turbo, and Buddy. Uh, and they have things like shields and barrages. Uh, different weapons uh, kind of accompany each of those uh, abilities, like grenades or, or extractor force fields and so on. But I love the idea that you're looking at enemies only in certain capacities, and they can just go invisible later on, and that like really changes changes the tactics. No kidding, that's kind of neat. No kidding, yeah. I'm intrigued, man. That sounds awesome. I had no I had no knowledge of this game until we did this thing. Yeah, so and I think that probably uh, other people listening are in the same in the same shoes or boots. Favorite part of his review, he says, "This is my normal game type, but I had a blast, and I'm really glad you had a blast, Arrow Slayer. Nice. I'm really glad we were able to help you out. That's great. Let's keep that's doing excellent. that. We should do that more." Let's do that more. And you know what? We're going to do it again. Because right. you, you nor I play JRPGs. That's right. Right? Uh, yeah. I, I play them, but I ain't playing any, any like this week. Oh. Well, I, do we like, I, li- I do like a good Jurupaga. You like the Jurupagas. Mm-hmm. I just can't get, I can't do it, man. I tried. Okay. And I saw this title, and it was the most Jurupaga <laughs> game I've ever seen. Uh, Alvastia Chronicles. Uh, what? <laughs> What's the name? Alvastia Chronicles. Yeah. A... Lavastia, um, Alvaste. It's it's a JRPG, and if you want to play it, all you need to do is tweet at the Xbox Drive. Let us know that you want to play Alvastia Chronicles, and all you're going to do is tweet us a, a one tweet, maybe two tweet review at the most, uh, and tell us what you think of it. Uh, it's a Jurupaga. This is the coolest thing. Nobody is doing this. No podcast is doing the car thing and giving games away for a two tweet review. This is like seriously. Tell your friends, everybody. This is awesome. Something We've to celebrate. Car. Okay. Galore. And I'm in a car. You do. Here's my pit stop topic. You ready for this one? Yep. Where's inside Xbox? I don't know. I think it got left out in the cold in the wintertime, and it's it's frozen, and people forgot to bring it back inside. Um, are you missing it? Are you? Do you think that this is a time where we absolutely need inside Xbox, or is this an okay time? Because t- I'm conflicted on this, Luke. I asked this in a position of juxtaposition with myself. I am so happy to be catching up on things right now. I feel like this is the breather that I've been waiting for for a long time. And um, even though I am anxious to find out what the year has in store for Xbox, I'm very happy where I'm at with all the games that came to us in December. It feels like we just had, like, we just finished a big old sprint. So I'm, but I'm still like, what's what's next? Tell me, tell me, uh, uh, Herb, what, what's, what do we got? Larry Herb. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's his me right there. His name isn't her. Um, it's crazy, Larry. All right. So, to be honest, I don't know if we need an inside Xbox every month. Yep. I like it every month. I enjoy it. Um, but we get this week in Xbox, which is a very corporate. Oh, this is what's coming. This is right. what you should play. We get that every week if you if you like that speak. Um, but what I enjoyed about Inside Xbox was they would give us an insight into an upcoming game or whatnot. And so. Yeah, I really hope Inside Xbox is coming and Terry Crews better be there and talking about Crackdown. And I want to see it because I like it. I like the celebration. And I don't mind that some people tune in for the whole show. I don't mind that there are some highlights there. It's certainly its own thing. And I think it needs to be refined. I'm just surprised we haven't heard anything. That's really what it is. We've not heard much about Crackdown 3. And Inside Xbox has been quiet. And I'm told those PR machines are starting to ramp up pretty heavily very soon. Yeah. But it's almost the end of the month. You know what, man? I think this is going to be one of those cases where we're just recording on the same day. I honestly wouldn't be surprised that as this goes live on Thursday that we'll mm-hmm. hear something because um, 
I believe it's Friday that Anthem starts to get a bit of its PR, as you mentioned, the PR wheel really going into mm-hmm. high gear, and it becomes. I think IGN is doing an exclusive reveal of it of um, the VIP demo. Yeah, the VIP demo that is actually that that we can actually start seeing the gameplay. Everything else is from whatever I, I've seen has either been alpha gameplay or what people have actually played is alpha stuff. So we're mm-hmm. getting a little closer to the finish line there, and I think that Anthem is. I don't know if the marketing deal necessarily is with Xbox. It seems more like an Xbox-aligned game. So there's that. Crackdown is going to be just on the other side, and we should be seeing, probably the day this releases, what uh, Games with Gold and new Game Pass games are going to be like for February. So there's a whole bunch. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's like next Monday or next Tuesday or something crazy like that. I would like to see them close the, the gap on when they announce it and when it actually happens, it would be really cool to like catch us by surprise and make sure you tune in on this day. Um, I like that, that um, you don't know, you know what's coming, but you don't know when. So I hope they lean into that. And now that we're talking about it, suddenly the thing that I thought I didn't care about, now I'm like, holy crap, Xbox has a lot to talk about. So yes, give me some inside Xbox. Mm-hmm. Give me something. Just tell me when it's happening at the very least. Uh, and I do hope that, that it's great. We're recording and then I hope it does come out in a few days. Yeah, probably will. Silence, silence ner- makes me nervous in these types oh, of cases. Okay. Don't get nervous. It'll be fine. Thanks. You know, I don't want to be, be alone. Never. Never alone. Never. Never. You just got a far cry. Uh, I got sense. nothing. Ah, crap. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't work. I tried to transition myself. Tried to transition myself. Well, we got um, quite a few listener topics, Sean, but I know you're on a schedule, my friend. Yep. We can bump those to the next week if you'd like. Ooh. Uh, let's do a couple. Let's do a couple. Let's, um, I want to make sure we get to the people because I love these to- some of these questions, some of these topics. Let's do it. All right. So the first one that I really liked comes from Antonio Guillen at Hypecaster on Twitter. Hello, Good Antonio. Choice. Uh, he says, if you had the power to ensure only one of these things happened to ensure a bright future for Xbox, mm-hmm. what would you choose? Would you choose one, Halo Infinite releases and exceeds all expectations? Yeah. Two, Titanfall Trace announced as an Xbox 2 exclusive. It's a lot of numbers. Oh. Three, Suns- Sunset Overdrive 2 announced as an Xbox 2 exclusive. This one's easy. Well, Halo is like the easy answer, but holy crap, Titanfall three is is tempting. But I think I think Halo one exceeding expectations is like it has to. Even if expectations yes. have been lowered over the last couple of years, just because people haven't really saw eye to eye with three four three on four or five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having Halo kind of be reestablished as like the crown jewel of a video game IP would be incredible to see. Agreed. 100% agree with you. Uh, Sunset Overdrive 2 is absolutely not important to Xbox's catalog. No. Nope. Uh, and Titanfall uh, 3. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. I, I would love it for it to be, and I'm not knocking the game, but it did not do what it would, they needed it to do in order to take a, a question of this magnitude. Um, and Titanfall 3 does not need to be exclusive to anybody. Like Titanfalls 1 and 2 were, were already set up to fail, Yeah. and they were both great games. This this needs to be released in the right, win- right window and not be isolating any particular fan base except Switch. So, you know, it needs to be on, on a powerhouse system where it can be celebrated in all of its Titanfall glory, high frames per second, that kind of thing. You know what, that man? Wasn't I disagree with that. I know. I'm interrupting. I don't care. I'm interrupting. I disagree. I think that if especially Xbox needing exclusives, we're not talking about um, that... We need to ignore the fact that if it's exclusive, it's not going to sell as well if it were on multi-platform. I think that um, Titanfall in and of itself is such a high-quality IP, well-rounded universe, things that people care about, the controls are amazing. Checks all the boxes. Make that 
an exclusive of Xbox and have it add to the identity of what it means to be an Xbox exclusive in the way that PlayStation has done that in their catalog of exclusives, like it just no, would be so important. Mm. I have to argue with you. robots and advanced tech and stuff. That's what, Xbox has those exclusives, and I love Titanfall too. You know, it's all over my wall. I have. I know, it I know you do. I'm surprised to hear you say this. But it doesn't need to are be exclusive. It, it, yes, we are. We are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at me. Um, so it's. <laughs> it's. I'm telling you, it, it. They've already got the advanced mech robot thing. They need something special. Spider Man was special to PlayStation because it wasn't from an established franchise of games that had a story to it, but it was a recognizable IP and it was bright and colorful and and thus approachable. That's yeah, what you I guess. Need to, and you're, yeah, you're, you're fair to bring up Spider-Man and the Gods of War, uh, God of Wars, etc. But I'm thinking more. The funny thing is, my examples actually be, turned out to not be exclusives. But I'm thinking of like the Nier Automata's and the um, the Hellblade Senua's sacrifices, like those things that were only available on one console that weren't necessarily like the like like the that top tier game but they like it just rounds out the the portfolio as like this is only available on xbox alongside all these other things the thing about the original titanfall and sunset overdrive and quantum break was that like these were meant to be like the reason to buy like they were the top reason they weren't they were never the caliber of game to do that they weren't the god of war or spider-man or the even like the halos of old um, they need xbox needs those top tier stuff but supported by exclusives like titanfall but that's all i'm that's all I'm I just don't think it should it. come from a damaged IP. That's all. I see. What That's you're all. I don't think it should come from a damaged IP. That's mm, my approach. Fair. Are we fighting still? No. No. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I hear it in your voice. We're fighting. Yeah, but we gotta move on. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, cool kids. If here's a great question that I want to pose to our listeners: What is the next gamer-friendly move Xbox could make? I feel it could be it could do something uh, or has something to do with the ability to play anywhere. That comes from Brendan Myers at the underscore Winter Gamer. Hey, Brendan. What is the next gamer-friendly move Xbox could make? That's a good question. I don't have an answer. I think one of the things that I would like to see them do is to round out the first-party stuff that is available on Game Pass. So games that aren't there just yet, they just need to quickly add those in. Could be kind of like not a huge thing, but just a nice little like um addition to game pass you need those all the the forza catalog things like that would be kind of neat um mm-hmm. that's my answer for now i got actually a couple of things we could go on but we'll maybe we'll come back to that next week if that's cool what do you got i would love to come back to that. do you have anything I, or I do you want to you want to come back no i've genuinely been thinking that's for for several hours and i i do not have a good definitive answer you know Can what i, tell I mean you one more thing i got i want to hear it you know, remember when they had that uh, Xbox All Access or whatever the heck it was called where you signed that contract where it subsidized yeah. the... Um, I want to see that kind of like rolled out in a bigger fashion or, or a more standardized way. I want to know mm-hmm. how that went and see if they can make that a thing because I think that's super gamer-centric. Make it super easy to get a, a big old expensive console, give yourself a whole bunch of games, and it's all on one affordable monthly plan. Very cool. Interesting. I wonder. I I I wonder because I I've had some good conversations with some good people lately about why they don't oh. like Game Pass, and mm-hmm. I disagree with them. Yeah, but they, obviously, but it, a lot of it had to do with with uh, subscription models and things of that nature. Fair. Plenty to talk about. Plenty to talk about. Sean, we're five minutes over our hard out, so it wasn't really hard out at all. I guess not. It's, nobody came into my car and like shut things off, so we're safe. I'm just down the block from my house, though, so it's probably oh. going to happen eventually. Yeah. It, Probably will, but my friend, uh, Sean, Luke, I enjoyed this episode. This was a, this was a strong episode. Good for us. We did good. (laughs) 
<laughs> High fives to us. Yeah. In all seriousness, us. guys, please do come support us next Wednesday, January 30th, 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time over on Mixer.com slash Xbox Canada or on our respective platforms. Uh, come see me over on Mixer at Mixer.com slash Insipid Ghost. And I really would love to see you there. And, uh, and then on the old Twitters. Yeah. And you can find Sean. me at Sean Capri on Twitter uh, at uh, Sean like Connor Capri like the pants. Twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. This, uh, I was like, what the hell is I going to say next? This is the thing. This show comes to you for free on iTunes and Google Play, and it would mean a whole heck of a lot if you guys added to the, what I think is 24 five-star reviews. Are you crazy? Uh, if we can get that thing up to 30, that would be amazing. Leave a five-star review if you enjoy the show. Leave a five-star review if you don't like the show. If you're just listening, it'd be great if you guys did that for us. I'd really appreciate it. Luke, I think it's fair for me to say on your behalf that you would really appreciate it. And uh, I had a really good time with you, my friend, this week. Should we just say good, good game to the people? Good game to the people.